This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me as occasionally are Dave and Barnabas. You Barnabas, what are you doing here? <laughs> Whoa. Um, wow, Whoa. we went there, did we? Okay, wow. Usually it's someone else needing to be believed, but that's okay. I know, I feel usurped. Wow. You know, this, you know, you've been gone for a month or so, so this is what happens right here. Look, He's, I had to take up all of your troublemaking. Good luck with that. He has well, some serious angst. It's getting, it's getting a little weird. Is that because you got your green card and so you're like, they can't kick me out. I can say whatever the <laughs> I want now. I think they can still kick you out, though. I think uh, they can. Only if I commit a major crime. What def- What's a major crime? Well, I mean, if I'm a terrorist or I kill somebody. Which usually those so two go together. So how far can you go before you get kicked out? I just no, that's not line. true. You're only a terrorist in America if you're not white. Uh, if you're white and you kill oh, people, you uh, have mental health issues. Yeah. Oh, you also need, if you I need, vote. You need a hug at that point. Yeah, you yeah. You needed you needed you therapy. Need yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, if I tried to vote, which also would be I need therapy right now. But uh, <laughs> So if you tried to vote. If I voted, um, I would I, – because I'm not legally right. eligible to vote. Right. I would get uh, I'd get in a lot of trouble with the government. No, again, that only happens if you're poor and minority. If you're white and try it, they'll just send you home. Oh. They'll be like, "Oh, you're not eligible to boats. vote or boat." I don't know if you're eligible we'll to vote, but Sorry. definitely no. I probably I don't have a boating license, so you know, not eligible to boat then either. Yeah, that's right. So you got can't can't cast a vote. Can't go skiing. Can't cast a boat. Can't cast a um, anything. Yeah, no casting. You know. Can't can't pod raise cast. a goat. <laughs> what is this, Doctor Seuss? It's what, it's what is going on? <laughs> really? Look, it's it's Thanksgiving time when we're recording this. It's it'll be after Thanksgiving it's, when it's we release it. United States. It's American uh, Thanksgiving. When is, Thank you for when saying is Mar- or was Canadian Thanksgiving? Canadian October. Thanksgiving was in October. That's it was Columbus Pil- Day. That's when the Pilgrims settled Canada. Yeah, something like that. Okay. It was. Uh, they got there first. <laughs> they, said, they, were, they got there first. They said, and they, this, they got leaving. there first. They're like, man, it's cold. Let's go to Virginia. Yeah, that's right. It makes me so happy. That's right. That's so. all right. You, it's a twofer for you. So, yeah, you know, right. yeah. No, I get, pra- what, I get what, practice. You know, Dan- Daniel, M was, Daniel M's in town right now. Yeah. So, you, are you feeling the Canadian right now? Oh, he was. Yeah. He, he and I got together yesterday, actually. And it was great. Uh, listeners, uh, in case you've forgotten, Daniel M is a former co worker of ours. He also uh, wrote a leadership book for B&H called No Silver Bullets. A couple of them. Uh, and, he's got another, books, uh, and he's got another book coming out in just a few weeks. Yeah, that's why we're using time. He's recording the audiobook today. That's right. Fact. That's right. So, so what's hilarious is he's been back in Canada for probably like three months at this point. And um, and his Canadian accent is coming back strong. It, 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 he's in where, Edmonton. He's in Edmonton. Yeah. yeah. It, it, no, so I, it's I northern. Really it's northern it. Alberta all the way. When he and, started talking quickly, I said, "Okay, oh, it was, wow, it's it's there." It was entertaining yeah. for me, and huh. yeah, and and I know because I I hear it every time my wife talks to her parents. Is. So he's he's like an audiobook two point two point speed, right? Yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's 
<laughs> Sermons done in 20 minutes instead of 40. Yes. But they, right. what is the title of Daniel's book? You Are What You Do and Six Other Lies That You Believe or whatever. Six Other Lies. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. I should probably know these stuff. Hey, you're <laughs> marketing boss, man. <laughs> Hold on. And Six Dave. Other Lies About Work, Life, and Love. Sorry. Dave, you totally blew the promo. Uh, I, I did. That seems that's inappropriate. Right. Yeah. You are what you do, and that's a lie about love? No, and you are what you do in six other lies about work, life, and love. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's not clear yeah. what the lie is about. Well, you, you're just going to see what happens. Or so you got to read it. <laughs> yeah, a boot. <laughs> so it's a boot. It's six other uh, lies, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. You have to read it to know. You can pre-order now. It's twenty-five <laughs> Canadian dollars right now on Amazon. Which is like fourteen CD. American cents, but you know, <laughs> no. they'll actually pay you to buy it. <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> Daniel pays you royalties uh, to yeah, buy his books. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. He started saying like, "Hey, you got to make sure we got this book in Indigo in Canada." You know. It's he true. didn't say it at all like that, by the way. But that's, that's true. Okay. But what uh, is like Indigo? Indigo is the equivalent of our Barnes and Noble. Yeah. So going out of business? Um, <laughs> I'm sure the government owns a stake in it, so it'll never go out of business. Okay. Um, God bless socialism. <laughs> Just here well, with all the political hot takes today. Well. <laughs> all right. Well, but well. also not a 70 percent tax rate. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Tough so, crowd. Tough crowd. You know. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Yeah. I've missed this this level of banter. I know. Barnabas, what, what have you been doing that's been so Yeah, important? why have you, you not you, been you, here? You've been on, like, the holy train, and, like, we're here doing the other part of God's you work. You know, so here's the thing that I've <laughs> discovered about working at a church. Okay. I've discovered a lot of things. Okay. There is no way to describe what you do in a way that makes people think you are actually busy. Oh. It doesn't matter how busy you are. You at any like the only people for whom that's not true are like the custodial staff because people understand the fullness of that job. Yeah. Or if you let's see. Nope, that's it. I think that's the one that's person it? who works at a church who people are like or like the like an office administrator. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just all I heard was that's the one person who actually works. At see, a exactly. Yeah, that's. All right, Lifeway Christian Resource employees who exist to serve churches. Maybe you should try to understand your constituents a little bit better. Ooh. It's one of these things that, like, the job is people. Yeah. People are. And so trying to define what you do with your time is very difficult because it's just a lot of people stuff. There's some projects. Like, Dave, you could list list out, like, I have these 74 things on my to-do list. It's a lot of projects. It's a lot of meetings. It's meetings about projects. It's, like, deadlines constantly. It's not a lot of deadlines on people. Yeah. It's yeah. just sort of a perpetual need for people to be cared for in a whole variety of ways. And yeah. so it's really hard to describe what and, I do with my time, yeah, actually. And, and your definition of success is going to be much different, too. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what that is yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I haven't yeah. quite figured that one out. I, I, I don't know if I'm doing my job well or not, although the well, people who work with me haven't been negative so so far yeah. so good there you go so yeah. so no news is good news yeah i think so um has good news good news is also good news yes just a word to my superiors well, good news is good news so well, yeah. feel free to share D- daniel said he was having dinner with tj mm-hmm. uh so i'm sure they're talking all about you the whole oh boy. time absolutely that was the whole point at least daniel's nice he won't he won't wrap <laughs> me out <laughs> well <laughs> that's true he doesn't have any vested interest in being nice anymore he, where he lives in canada he can escape across the border it's, it's true <laughs> So, so escape across the border. So there's there's the whole church side of things, and then I'm on a pretty 
rigorous writing deadline for mm-hmm. book number four, yep. which I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to be done with very soon, and it will be slightly longer than very soon yeah. at, to the ire of my editor. So but, should we throw out title suggestions just to see mm, how far we can go? So I think we need to I, workshop I that. I vote. Do you for, want to know anything about the concept of the book? No, 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 Pastor, comma, help me with my curiosity. That's what I'm voting for. Pastor, help me with my curiosity. Don't. Are we going to go with like a don't waste your just to don't, just to yeah yeah exactly something we can something we can yeah. all roll yeah. our eyes at and flush yeah. down the toilet. Okay. Yeah, that, that works. That works. Thank you for taking taking my yeah. immediate go to. Oh. Girl, wash your unbelief. Girl. I don't know. Brothers, we are not uh, we are not miserable. Brothers, we are not pastors' kids. Yeah. Brothers, we are not curious Christians. Yeah, desiring curiosity. Desiring. I can I can do this all day, and you know why? Because my dad's written eighty seven thousand books this week. Curiosity for the glory of God. Uh-oh. Ooh. And the supremacy of pastors' kid in all things. Mm. Mm. Should I continue? Oh, wow. If you need to keep talking through these things, man, right. by all means, this, this is what it is. is. This, is, this uh, is therapy. Eventually, yeah. we're going to get to some gold right uh, here. Uh, <laughs> eventually. Okay. All right. I'm not sure that's true. I think sometimes it's just garbage. Well, Not the book, y'all. The book is yeah. going to be not garbage. These title ideas. Well, it's sure, be... sure. No, we're helping you get all the bad ones out. Okay. Just, just I didn't say that we're going to come up with a good that one. Popping titles in, yeah. Just yeah. squeezing all that out. That's <laughs> yeah, good. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so listeners, suggest your title for Barnabas. That has nothing to do with the book. Just let's yes, just see. Great title. You don't even yeah. need to know what this nope. book is about. What's no. a good Barnabas Piper yeah. title? What would that be? Mm. Yeah. yeah. We'll come, we'll come so, back to that. I'm so excited to hear these suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> that you could throw back to your editor. Oh, well, The hey. subtle art of not caring about curiosity anymore. Oh, man. Mm. I'm not, I don't do subtle arts of That's things. That's true. No. There's the irony. You're a hammer. Yeah. Let's, Drop it. <laughs> just giant f-bomb how about that those are my favorite titles that's they're what so sells clever. Yeah. So no, clever. as you shared the other day that's what sells i know it's yeah a single well, table at barnes and noble had like 14 of those yep you know it felt like being cussed even, out even without naming uh so you all are free to name you just know my number nine sense is not going to name any of these but like even in the quote christian sphere like everyone's trying to get close to that without yeah. actually like literally throwing out a serious like cuss word out there i'm just waiting well, for one that's called like the bad bastard or something yes. like that and maybe yes. you should and write it, that one yeah, that's a terrible title for a book somebody's oh, gonna write it yeah. though it's coming oh, yeah maybe mark driscoll maybe. will write that Ooh, one maybe <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Driscoll in the in the mid to in the mid two thousands, I think you'd been, you'd have been more likely to get that. Yeah, I just but, uh, so clearly, so clearly the, listeners know yeah. that I don't really care that much about profanity. Yeah, but there's something to be said for putting a title on a book that tries hard and that communicates some level of thoughtfulness. And I feel like profanity expresses something entirely different. Useful at times, sure. But, like, it just doesn't really belong on the cover of a book. I know. Is there ever any instance of a book out there that it really worked as opposed to for like shock as a title? Art? Yeah. Well, or something that. No. I think there are I don't like, think so. I think there are like comedy memoirs, potentially. You know, yes. like. Yes. If somebody was like, I that, was that, such that, a whatever. That's a reflection of who they are or what people yeah. think of them in a fun way. Yeah. I'm with you. 
Mm-hmm. Because Maybe. the thing Maybe. about those comedy memoirs is like, if you're going to title it that way, mm-hmm. like you kind of already know who the readership is. It's people who already like this person. Like, yeah. imagine if Dane Cook did a comedy memoir. It'd be oh, like, good Lord. you know, I was the biggest <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And Dane Cook, I haven't heard his name in a decade. <laughs> See? <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Like, it would totally work. Sure. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. like, that's on brand. But if sure. for a business, Leary, for a something business like that book too. where it's like, be a kick boss you're like i no don't be one of those yeah. be good at your job be right. excellent be a lot of things but like yeah. if 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 we had a boss who stood up and was like we want to be like i want to be the kick boss ever you're like what that mm. i don't like you or trust you mm-hmm. or do i think you know what you're doing you know what i mean yeah so would it be better if uh if one was something like say don't be a as so as opposed yeah. to saying be a kick whatever one one of my i haven't read the book but i, I do i i'm I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm curious how you feel about joe buck you know his memoir he wrote two couple years ago yeah was it called like lucky bastard one lucky bastard, and it's a playoff of see i like it because the playoff two things a because you know he was born out of wedlock yeah. and that was the whole <laughs> thing but it was i mean it's fun it's catchy mm. it works you know to me that didn't bother me at all i actually thought oh it's that's that's amusing because i I also knew yeah. his story. I knew that, that but when well, I, I think there's also gradations of it too. Like, there's, there's that. There's like, very. There's, there's a whole bunch of. There's, a, there's different ways you could do it. Like if you use the word smart or something like that. Sure. But then there's like the, there's the business book came out. I don't know four or five years ago called the No Rules Rule. Yeah. Um, how much of this are you gonna bleep? By the way. Oh, quite a bit. Okay, cool. Just the entire the just, entire just, podcast. Well, uh, so context is, is there. Profanity, so go for so, it. Yeah. So, yeah. In, in case Aaron just bleep me, it's the no a holes rule, which go. he doesn't yeah. have to bleep. Yeah. Uh, and that to me, that one kind of works because it's it's actually kind of the point that we're getting at with these titles, which is like if you if you're one of these like subtle art of not giving enough type of people, you mm-hmm. probably are on the no a-holes list. Mm-hmm. Like you're on the list of people we don't, we're not dying for over here. Yeah. And so I think that one kind of works because there is just sort of a cut and dry, like guys, like a baseline for working here is just don't be an a-hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, it's really amusing because, you know, I just did a quick search online and the amount of titles out there that have cuss words. And I'm looking over like, you know, Goodreads lists like, well, probably a hundred of them, but like the first twenty are like legitimate bestsellers over the past few years. Oh, yeah. And I, that's what you pointed out too when you were at a bookstore the other day. And I, I, yeah, I mean, you look at it in New York Times bestseller list, especially in nonfiction or advice how-to area. Like it's full of these books right now. I do remember it's funny the. Uh, Those books uh, are I'm not full saying of the the kid the <laughs> quotes adult slash kids book. It's go sleep. I came. Okay, say so it. that one. So, okay, so that one. Have you listened to the audio? Is book, amazing. Uh, read I, by Samuel L. Jackson and and <laughs> yes. and others. Yes, yeah. it's, it's brilliant. <laughs> so here's the thing. That one. That one works because like if. You you are both parents who have had young children in the not so distant past. Yeah. Like you know uh-huh. that there are times when they yes. like it's the sixth time they've come out. Can I have a glass of water? And you're like, for the love of God, go yes. to sleep. Like you're just about ready to tear your yep. hair yeah. out and put a fist through a wall. Like there's yeah, yeah. that's it, a that's a cathartic book. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, that's that's most nights with my son, um, yeah. who is you know almost eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, he I just guess. keeps getting up. Yeah. It's like go to sleep. So funny, yeah. I mean, but you remember, you, you gotta imagine like 
how many times that book was gifted to another parent. I mean, it's just... Given? <laughs> yes. yes. Given? Yeah. Gifted. Yeah, it was gifted. Yeah, no, the, I know it was given. The author is gifted. The author is gifted. The author is gifted. The book was Thank given. Thank you. <laughs> just, okay, so, just bleep a bunch of things because yeah, that's what I'm going to say There's a lot of profanity right that's been okay. bleeped his thinking right now. Oh, fine. <laughs> given. Given. Thank you. you. Okay, we got to talk about this. Will people stop using words incorrectly for the love of everything? Which words are we thinking of? Besides gift and gifted and like noun, not verb, y'all. That's it. Stop using nouns as verbs. What are other examples of nouns as verbs? Oh, my goodness. Adulting. So here's, okay, quick thing on adulting. Okay. If you use the word adulting, if you claim to be adulting, you know what you're not doing? Acting like an adult. Correct. You are a child playing a role. Yes. So, yeah, I don't care if you're 28 years old and you decided to do your laundry, so, you know, on a Thursday evening. You're not adulting. But you're pretending you, to be an adult. Right. Are you are you bothered by the slang or people being lazy? Wait, wait, what do you, what's bothering um, you? I don't have an opinion on this. I'm here's a the thing. It's, it's a combination because the word is representative of it's like it's like the word is almost a metaphor for the thing itself the word sucks because you like an adult is a noun you can't you can't verb yeah. that noun yeah however it's also representative of a concept which is people who are not actually adults playing Ta- at adulthood yeah and taking responsibility and i sound like such yeah. a grumpy old man so here we go you are uh yeah this, <laughs> you are this is not new yeah um, you're 78 on the inside we understand that i've it's been fine. saving this up since i haven't been on for the last 11 episodes or whatever yeah um 37 it's fine yeah i lost track i can't count them old yeah. um and it, so it's the it's if you're if you're claiming to do adulting then you're just a child who is like my kids, my kids are are fourteen and ten, and so they could they if they talked about adulting, it's like that's right because you're a child pretending to do grown up things. Like if they were making dinner, but when you're twenty seven, you're talking about oh I'm adulting. No, you just haven't grown up yet. Like if you're actually an adult and actually doing adult things, you don't talk about it. It's you just do them because mm-hmm. adults just handle their business. So. We could remove the word mm-hmm. and hopefully the entire concept of fake adulthood. That'd be lovely. Mm-hmm. Rant over for now. Man, wow. Uh, What's another the other one? Things, well, I don't know if <laughs> this is a word, but it's someone, you know, it's like the, the dad says, I'm babysitting my kids right now. Like, no, no, you are not you're, babysitting you're a father, your kids. And that's what you do. You know, right. it's, it's, you're fathering. You're fathering. Yeah, Welcome exactly. To, you're fathering. Well, well, wait, 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 I don't think that's really... <laughs> it's parenting. Uh, parenting. Thank well, you. If, fathering but if, is... Uh, but if... That's like a, a sire-like thing. I don't want to go there. fathering and conceiving are not the same <laughs> things, Dave. <laughs> well, in archaic language, yes. yes. Thank you. Whatever. So Dave only speaks in archaic language. If you could bleep because out all my hand gesture right now. history books. <laughs> that is not true. I think when this podcast goes live, we need to we need to put in all the social media posts that we are gifting this podcast to our listeners. Of course, we are going to do that. Like I just got the shake saying that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, I'm I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> are you? Yeah. Does it? Does it <laughs> sound? <laughs> Someone asked me does the it other sound day. More formal to say that somebody gifted you something than that somebody gave you something. It just sounds like a fun way of saying it. That's where why, I was going with it. Why is it fun? You I'm sound like an idiot. Gifted. <sighs> All right. Fine. I don't know. 
I don't know I where don't to know. go with this. There's, I'm just trying to figure out healthy. why it, it caught on. People, I don't know. Um, because people have lost them. Like, uh, because you know what it is. We're I think it's a playoff regifting. You know that whole idea during Christmas time. So I think they're like, oh, I gifted this to you. You know, that's. I think that's why how it started. I guess. I, I don't well, know. I, you just kind of pick honestly, up on I think. It. I think it has to do with illiteracy. Wow, this is becoming. It's coming from a is, Canadian. This is, <laughs> They like listen the, the janky yeah. English over if here. If I had any Look, ounce of self-esteem, I lost it in the last five minutes, guys. Just want to be clear there. Because and, you're and, both illiterate and do sound like an ab- idiot. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, as as a number nine, I'm going to go home and dig a hole in the backyard and go sit in it. Okay, that's really about the only thing I can do right now. And it's raining outside, so you said so, sit, right? Yes. I'm not sure what other option there was there, Aaron. I don't know, Aaron. What would it be? Speaking of sitting. Oh, I've got some more words, though. I've got something more important. Oh, good. First. So, reeked versus rot. Like, reeked havoc? Who, who uses that yes. that often? I mean, reeked is... That's a pretty rot. common usage one. Mm-hmm. Really? Dived? I don't... D- yeah. D- Instead of dove. dove? Yeah. See, that one's a tricky one because you get things like hang, hanged, and hung. Mm-hmm. And I think the only thing that is hanged is a person. Correct. Like, a picture is not hanged. Only a person who is killed until they are dead, dead, dead is hanged. Correct. Why? That one's weird. Because, like, I hung a picture on the wall. You know, yes. we, we hanged the horse thief. Because English is, a hot, is hot garbage. That's I think that's the point that we're making yeah, here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. All right, what else All we All right, got? so speaking of hot garbage. Yes, um, good before, transition. Before you went on your sabbatical, we set ourselves a challenge. We were going to attempt to read another book together all at the same time, men's book club style, and it was (laughs) Win Your War. sounded weird. (laughs) Well, it's a weird book. Uh, Win Your War by Mark and Grace Driscoll. By Mark and Mark Driscoll. He is, as, 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 uh, what's her name? Emma Watson said he is self-coupled how dare you self-partnered i'm sorry self-partnered that was the phrase yeah that all right it's like a conscious uncoupling oh okay all right so i think mark and mark driscoll wrote this so the driscoll's wrote this book we were gonna see if we could actually pull off reading this thing so guys how did we do you know what's amazing is the fact that we were able to accomplish at least you and i accomplished um what is that book? I can't remember anymore. Our Nicholas Sparks, the notebook. The notebook. Yet I couldn't even pick this up. How dare you? That says some, it says something about you Thank that you, you can no. go a deep dive into Nicholas Sparks and couldn't crack the cover of this. Here's, I feel very consistent yes. because I also couldn't crack the cover of this. Yeah, but you also couldn't crack the cover of right, that other one for more than on about eight pages. for me to not do the thing that we committed right. to do. I, That's right. I could put up with really bad writing just for the sake of it's just humorous whereas yeah. this would just make me angry yes uh i mean yeah so uh, there you go i mean you would think that he would hire a better ghostwriter. how dare you all yeah. right so give us an example yeah. barnabas are there any endorsements in it not in that copy it's an arc I know. I just didn't know if they had. That's an advanced ones. reader copy. Listeners. I just want to know yeah. who's, just who's to behind him right now. That's what I want to know. Who's Can we call those people um, out? Well, just it's because the, um, the Satan. How dare you! Oh gotcha. lord, is he is talking about sex again. Of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. 
He's all, all right. So there are only eight reviews on Amazon. Yeah, and this, this book's not... been out for two months now, guys. I can't tell you how pitiful that is. What's that? There's only eight reviews on Amazon right now, and there are no In two months, endorsements. That is pitiful. Pitiful. I mean, that's really bad. Yeah. No one is reading it. Like my it worst book naturally, has, my I, worst book. I could do nothing 50, on a book, and, right? And you could get. Uh, 20, 30 without trying just because people are reading it and they want to naturally talk about it. That's really bad. Sorry. Side note. Well, you know, uh, thanks for making fe- me feel bad right now about, uh, about uh, another book of mine. How dare you? No, it's different. This is, this is someone who, this is someone who has theoretically and like, Oh, has like, theoretically. He, that no. didn't help. <laughs> hey, listen, no, he actually has made fun of me. Oh. Aaron? Listen, listen. You know what? You know what? You deserve all this right now. I'm not even going to apologize yeah. for what I accidentally we're, walked we're gifting, into. We're gifting I you this. I accidentally walked into this, but I'm just going to roll with it. Yes. Just say, what, all right, no, fine. Yeah, don't even try to backpedal. Let's go. No, Aaron, let me insult you for no. this. This is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. I deserve so oh. many bad things to happen to me right now. Oh. Um, and I'm very well, look, sorry. Just, just remember, you guys hired me, so um, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wow. Sorry. Yeah. yeah well, but is... this is true. I do like now. To be fair, kids' books do tend to have oh, lower, it's, it's, yeah. lower reviews. Yes. Not not a lot of seven year olds no, writing but, reviews but, on Amazon. But I, you know, let's... but I have twice as many reviews on Epic, the story that changed the world, versus this one. I bet you have about the same number it's... of sales too. I probably have more sales. All right. That's very possible. I, I'm looking up some of his. Oh, quick timeout. Parentheses. Uh, yeah. Parents, if you love a kid's book, you should go write ratings and reviews on Amazon because, like, it's for your kids. But parents are trusting the recommendation of other parents to buy those. So, for example, Epic, the book by Aaron that he just mentioned, yes, could you know could probably use some ratings and reviews so that other parents it, are like, oh, 70 other parents thought this was worth do you know they had a four or five star yes. review. So. We asked for ratings and reviews on the podcast, and we're like, we don't care what you say. Just give us five stars. Uh, an actual, like, great comment on a book does make a significant difference. If you look at a book and there are eight reviews, you're like, oh, nobody likes that book. So uh, other parents need your recommendation on kids' books. Yes. Close and parentheses. Thank you. I appreciate that. discussion of Mark Driscoll's failures. All right. So do you got a sample for us? No, there's just so many words. Right. Say, oh, six so ways many. to identify a father wound. Now we're, oh, this good. is my jam. Here we go. Have you seen the My Son video? No. He just screams the phrase My Son and points it like different parts of the audience. For like he 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 does it for like an an uncomfortably long time. Like you think he's gonna scream it like four times. It's like fourteen. It's like my son, my son. This my is Mark son. Driscoll doing this? Of course it's Mark Driscoll doing really? this. Yes. Oh, All right, man. six ways to identify a father wound. Uh, Mark, no. I'm so the, excited bi- about this. The biblical this. number is seven. So I just I also want to make sure that it's actually six because as discussed on a recent happy rant, sometimes a list of six is actually a list of eight because people don't count very well. How dare you! All right, six ways to identify a father wound. Uh, first is fear. People with father wounds often have great fears about getting married and having children. Mm. Uh, okay. Okay. I, mean, I thought they, just people had fears about getting married and having children. There are some risks involved in these things. Uh-huh. As discussed, sometimes your children don't go to sleep. It can be aggravating. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. That's the only fear he mentions. So it's not like fear of anything else. Just oh. getting. Okay, cool. All uh, right. Number two, immaturity. I would put this under the takes one to no one, uh, Mark. How dare you? 
good fathers help us to grow up, take responsibility, and make the move from child to adult. Speaking as... Oh, I thought he was about to claim being a spiritual father. He's quoting Paul. That's more acceptable. There we go. Uh, Yada, yada. Take men are taking longer to grow up, etc. Number three, rebellion. People with father wounds often have a rebellious spirit. So, Barnabas, how how are you doing with your father wounds? Um... (laughs) I, I'm not sure I'm the best one to gauge this. Yeah. I don't feel terribly fearful. Yeah. I've got kids. They're not scaring me currently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have a good relationship with your dad. So There's that too. Yeah. I don't feel particularly wounded. Do That's, we have to feel wounded to be wounded? Um, the, I, I thought that you were just defaulted to wounded. No, I, I don't. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Let's see. Uh, oh, boy, now we've got war in heaven when Satan would not recognize the father as the singular head. Boy, we've got some... Just twisted up theology there. How dare you? He's equating God with being the father of Satan. What? Isn't that what he just said? Read it again. All right. That's weird. So he's talking about the rebellionary. He says, this error started with the war in heaven when Satan would not recognize the father as the singular head and as a result have the first father wound. What the righteous (laughs) was he talking about? (laughs) Satan had the first father wound? Mm, nope. I'm calling bull****. Yep. All right. Number four, selfishness. <laughs> for example, cheating your way onto a New York Times bestseller list. How dare you? I wonder if he wrote about that. Nope. nope. Not in that, here. Nope. That one's not in here. <laughs> also, the book not on the New York Times bestseller list. No. How dare you? Uh, number five, warped view of God. I think that one speaks for itself. Number six, lack of... Real-life mentors. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, all of the men who you decided to stop listening to, Mark. How dare you! And with that, That Table of Malcontents was blocked by Pastor Mark Driscoll. Well, join the club. Happy Rant got there, which, you know, it felt like a bit of a badge of honor. Was it every week you Mm -hmm. guys were were, uh, picking on? You had a good month where you guys were... we pay attention, and when yeah. he provides news, we yeah, discuss. it's entertaining. Yeah, he's he's a he's a gold mine of yeah. delights. <sighs> also, a gold mine of makes you want to headbutt a plate glass window. How dare you? Thoughts, feelings. How did we do with the book, gentlemen? Well, I got. Can I can I have the yeah, I like Thank that you. we only <laughs> brought one copy. Yeah, I brought the copy. Yeah, I they, didn't read. I brought his copy that he didn't read. I'm gonna be honest. So, guys. I made it through like the table of contents. I think I made it through the preface and maybe the win your worldview war chapter. Um, so chapter one, that's yes, I did read at least some of chapter one. Um, and so it's, yeah, it was weird. I mean, when you arrive so, at the conclusion that Satan had the first father wound, I think weird is a premise you're right. starting from. Sure. How dare you! So here's one thing that it was like, this is a bold claim. And, I, and I'll and i be honest, I just never got around to finding out whether or not it was actually legit or if it was all pretend. Okay. Um, so talking about a uh, commentary series called the Daily Study Bible. Okay. commentary series saying that it's been a favorite of pastors for generations. And in that series, one of the most uh, popular Bible commentators of the mom- modern era, William Barclay, um, cast doubt on the miracles of Jesus Christ. Um, my my comment was, 
really? Because uh, I, I know a lot of pastors and I've never heard any of them reference this guy or um, or this commentary series that he's talking about. Really? I've never heard of it. Now, that may just be my ignorance and maybe the circles I run in, but uh, <laughs> but I've certainly never never heard about it. Um, the binary thinking one was that strikes me as one of those like yeah. social media influencers type things who are like yeah. lots of people have asked me about my skincare routine. Yeah, really, lots of people. I think you asked you about it and then decided to answer your own questions, which is like. Mark was like, I'm looking for an example of this. And so yeah. this has been a favorite for generations. Right. Mm. Right. There's that's a, that's um, not data that can be defended. How dare you? There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff where he has uh, been been careful to avoid uh, some of the plagiarism that got his uh, his one book pulled. How can you tell he avoided plagiarism? Book? Like because he actually cited things. Um, well, in, in many cases, book? actually cited things. It was the, was the um, book? I remember it was the, the subtitle was, um, well, Christianity, something about having a funeral. And so it was the one that it barely, I don't even think it got published. Did it? Or it did, did it? get published. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember. What it is. Um, yeah. I remember reading that one. And, um, I mean, I know the. I know the individual that uh, that was plagiarized very well, and it was not cool. <laughs> um, clearly, oh, a um, call to resurgence. Yes, yes, called. yes, yes, yes. That's what it was. So, I mean, I was just like, I this isn't doing my heart any good to even like even for the for the potential for a hum for humor. I just couldn't do it. I like I couldn't get past a chapter because um, it made me sad more than anything else. Um, which, you know, is depressing because I wanted it to be funny for us. Well, right. When when we laugh at things like Mark Driscoll or any, you know, of these pastors who are saying false things, it's not because we think that it's meaningless or nothing. It's because you can only, like, argue and rage so often. And so you kind of have – you're like, what other tools in my toolbox do I have to respond to this clownishness? And sometimes – Humor and mockery are the tool in the toolbox. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's the same thing with like uh, preachers and sneakers, mm -hmm. the Instagram account. Like, yeah. you can sit there and write a nine point think piece for the Gospel Coalition about how materialism is bad in the ministry, or you can start an Instagram account that just puts the price tags on the shoes and the sweaters and the glasses and the jackets that people wear. Yeah, I think they have a similar effect. Right. Actually, I think the Instagram account has a greater effect, but probably there's. You know, so well, I mean, yeah, there is a disarming effect to humor. It does. It helps us connect with the ridiculousness of certain things in, in different ways. I just couldn't get myself to the place where I could make fun of it. Yeah, I, I get that. I just yeah. think, uh, yeah, I, I think that there's absurdity can either mm -hmm. be pointed at and being like, that's absurd and not true. Mm -hmm. Or you can just guffaw real loud at it and be like, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. How dare you? So clearly, we this book will not make it on to our uh, top books of the year list. No, no, and and that's okay. Top books I didn't read. I well, mean, it's you know that's most books this year, but you know, yeah, that's true. You didn't do a lot of reading this year, did you? Well, uh, that's not true. I made mm -hmm. it through a lot of books. I How just many books did you read? Uh, do we are we including listening? Of course. I don't know. I'm at a hundred and something. Oh, good for you. Um, but you got us. 
But that's still the majority of the books in the world I didn't read. So. Yes, and absolutely. This, yeah. Driscoll, you're one of them. Yes. You are one of the books I didn't read this year. Good job. <laughs> How dare you! To say no. I think one of the most freeing things for me in terms of reading was realizing that keeping up with new books was pointless. Like, oh, that's just a rat race. I'm yeah. just going to read books as I have time that have been recommended to me that look interesting. Like, I'm not going to read the next book by or the next book on just because it's been released. That just feels soulless and exhausting. So, so this is basically the cussing episode, the book cussing <laughs> absolutely. episode. Absolutely. So Driscoll's is, a great way to tie it all up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. you, you he, should not gift this book to anyone, no. nor shall you give this no. book to anyone. And so, gentlemen, what are we going to this book at anybody, nor shall you it, hang yeah. it or <laughs> hung it or whatever. You definitely yeah. don't adult it. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but you need to end this podcast right now. All right. All right. So, what guys. What are we reading? Well, <laughs> no, well no, no. Um, I do We're think not reading that, this. I think yeah. we just gave yeah. uh, gave Jeez. this whole book a giant sucker punch. Um, this whole episode has been a giant sucker punch, really. To our listeners, mostly. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> How dare you? You walked in expecting one thing and just pow, right in the face. <laughs> That's that, right. That didn't That's right. go well. Haven't you missed Barnabas? Uh, I haven't. Uh, we've missed you, dude. Uh, we've had fun. We've been doing some other things, but uh, seeing other yeah, seeing other people, you know, yeah, other, seeing <laughs> other people. We were on a break. It's been, okay. Yeah, yeah we were fine. on a break. We've been that's dating. Fine. It's cool. That's <laughs> right. It's, it's fine. Yeah, that's you. Do no, you. that got weird. Yeah. Nope. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that, that got weird. <laughs> it got weird. Tucka, 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 That's right. Tucka, so, tucka. Uh, so what are we listening? What are we reading? Or are we listening or, to? Or, <laughs> That's more accurate. Let's be honest. I, what what books are we Aaron, engaging with right now? Aaron, I've been reading this book called Lonesome Dove, and you've said you wanted to be part of the book club for it yeah. here in the office. Yet yeah. You haven't shown up for any of well, the invites. Well, that's because every reading time it in the office. that is not true. Every what? time you have a meeting, I'm I'm away. That's bull. I scheduled these when I saw you were open, you jerk. So, yeah, I know. yeah, but then I went out of town. Yeah, you could have called in. <laughs> no, I have my hand raised. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Teacher, who is reading this together in the office? Uh, well, well, we have theoretically five the two of us. Yeah, theoretically the two of us. Uh, Amy Thompson, Chastity Fox, uh, Elizabeth Hyman. She's, nice. she's she's catching up right now too. Yeah. So I'm about 500 pages behind. Okay, so. well you need to jump on this. Look, man. I'm on vacation next week, so I might that's actually good. do it. Oh, you knock it out. Oh yeah, yeah. all yeah. 800 pages. Whatever. Yeah, that's it is. right. It's a long one. That's yeah. fine. Oh, so I, I will say this: I uh, I've been reading this and doing the audiobook for 11, 23, Dude, that is so fun. Which is 147 is hours long. Yeah, of course I did that at almost two uh, two times speed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I, well, I did 175, and that was fine. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's the it's not fine. I don't enjoy. You don't? I'll do one and a it's quarter. It's not too fast though. The I guy is so one slow. And a half. One no, and a half is great for me. No, no. Uh, normally that's for most is, readers. Yeah, most of them. But 175 for him and like. It's a Ready Player One. I did a 175 because Will Wheaton talks like this. It's just because you don't want to listen to Will Wheaton. I understand that. What does that mean? I don't know. That's, you have, no. you have uh, been negative about Will Wheaton's narration multiple times on this podcast. Yeah, because he's pompous. I think it's just because you don't like what you, you just think of him as Wesley Crusher from Star Trek The Next I've Generation. I've never seen that. How dare you! The only thing I can remember Will Wheaton in is Stand By Me. That's it. And I have nothing against him in Stand By Me. Yeah, you don't hate Gordy? No. That's good. No, his dad hates Gordy, though. Well, sure. Of course his dad hates Gordy. Yeah, exactly. His dad's a son. 
Never seen that. That's another sub sucker about. punch right there. That's Gordy's right. Dad. There That's you go. right. There we go. And it's also a book. So uh, or a short short story short actually. Story. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. body. Yeah. Um. So. That's right. Um. But yeah. So those yeah. I have two. Yeah. Lonesome okay. Dove and just finished eleven twenty two sixty three. Very cool. Great. Very cool. Well worth it to read or listen to. Excellent, Marvis. Uh, let's see. Since I haven't been on in a while, there's a lot. I've accomplished okay. a lot of, of audiobook completions. Oh, good. Uh, there's So there's, what, three different series that I am in the midst of, and I will just mention them all nice. because they're all really good. So one of them I mentioned before is Daniel Silva's Gabriel Elan series. Uh-huh. It's, uh, they're spy novels. Gabriel yeah. Elan is a Mossad spy, and he just – he writes – so they're sort of popular level pulp fictiony kinds of books, mm-hmm. but better written and more sort of they're better paced and more intrigue yeah. than like like I don't know a, a what's the guy Jack Reacher type yeah, of yeah, book. Yeah, like yeah. These are not action books quite like that as much as they are plot twists, things coming to a head, intrigue. Yeah. The second one is continuing the Walt Longmire series by mm-hmm. Craig Johnson. So I watched the show Longmire, mm-hmm. which was a I think it was a USA show that then became a Netflix one. The I last so. couple seasons were bought by them. Love the show. <clears throat> the books are way better. Yeah, because the character the characters have so much more wit and they're really cleverly written. And he writes like a sort of crusty old cowboy who's like imagine kind of cowboy John Steinbeck type yes. of thing. Really? Okay. Like mm. so he's he's really funny, witty, good description. But, like, he's kind of got that crustiness to him. It's yeah. really good. Uh, and then the last one, I don't think I've ever really talked about this author on the podcast, but he's been one of my favorites since I was a kid, is Stephen Lawhead, mm. who writes – Lawhead's great. He writes yeah. – he's written like some sort of fantasy fiction, but he does a lot of like British and Celtic mythology. So like retelling mythology as novel series. He did a whole Arthurian legend series, stuff like that. Yep. Well, he started a series a couple years ago called the Irlandia series. So mm-hmm. like the roots of Ireland and just read the first two of those. The first one was called In the Region of the Summer Stars. And then the second one was In the Land of the Ever Living. The third one comes out in a few months. And uh, yeah. Law is just brilliant at yeah. mythology, but also like they're, they, they're well-paced. They're fun. They're exciting. Yeah. Where, where, do, I, cool. where do I begin if, I, if you start with Lawhead? Um, I would start with so his Arthur series is really good. I think it's called I think it's called the Pendragon Cycle, mm-hmm. and uh, so it starts with the Lost City of Atlantis, okay. and then goes from there into the like. So it's like Rise of Britain, Rise of Arthur. Those yeah. are really good ones. He did a series about searching for the Holy Grail and the Black Rood and the Iron Lance. Yeah. I think those are called the maybe the Celtic Crusades. I can't remember. Those are those are only okay. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> he has some called, there's one, I don't remember the name of a book or a series called like in the hall of the dragon King, that series. Those are a little bit more like young adult fiction. My mom, my mom read those to us when I was like 10 or 11. And that's where I learned what being drawn and quartered was. Uh, also the first description of a guy being pulled apart by two horses. Mm. So like as an 11 and 12 year old boy, I was like, this is my jam. This is <laughs> my mom's. Just yeah. like re- so we used to like fold laundry or be on long, long car trips or whatever. And she would read to us. And, uh, and she just didn't bat an eye about reading this to me and my brothers, which parents that should tell you something about good parenting. That's, yep. that's good parenting being like, Oh, this is a little, this is a little bit sensitive. Nope. Nope, just tell them what drawn and quartered means. They're going to learn at some point. So, uh, starting young. 
So did you uh, do that on your on a recent road trip with uh, with your girls? No, because I'm usually the one driving. Well, yeah, but you could put on the audiobook. They don't really listen to audiobooks. Oh, they don't. Okay. They don't love. They get. I don't know. They, it's not a medium that they like. I can read to them and they'll sit and listen, but an right. audiobook kind of loses them. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, I, I guess I can get that. I mean, maybe it's like I don't know. Maybe I've just picked the wrong ones, but it hasn't really landed. Mm-hmm. So could be it. Could be it. I mean, my kids. M- my kids like certain audiobooks. Yeah, for I sure. think I think there's a there's a lot of audiobooks that are books that are great for kids. They're not necessarily read by people who are excel at reading to kids. That is true. Connect with kids. Yeah. That is true. Hired. Yeah. 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 Audio. I didn't yeah. try the Harry Potter ones with them. The Jim Dale read ones. I he's so dynamic and does the voices so well. I think that one would work. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. Aaron, what are you reading? All right. Well, um, I, I'm going to mention one that I just finished, uh, just finished very recently, um, Commonwealth by Ann Patchett. Um, and so basically it follows the, the story of two families that, uh, were broken and smashed together by, um, by an adultery and, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a party. Yeah, and just all the hot mess that comes out of that. It was it was a very well done yeah. book. Very I, well written. Is so wait a minute, is that Ann Patchett? Like owner of Parnassus. That's what I was trying yeah, to yeah. think of. I was like, yeah. why, why do I know this name? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had somebody describe this book to me and tell me it was brilliant. And I was it's, like, man, I I don't know that I have it in me to read that. <laughs> it's 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 heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. I've been mm-hmm. on kind of a heavy, heavy yeah. read kick lately. Um, I although I am continuing on through uh, book four of yeah. the Cor- uh, Cormoran Strike series, uh, Lethal White. Not, not a heavy. Not read. a heavy Very read. Fun, though. Um, yep. And then one that I am so completely not the target audience for at all. Um, Girl, is stop apologizing. Close. Uh, maybe <laughs> you should talk to someone by uh, Lori Gottlieb, um, which uh, the subtitle is "A Therapist, Her Therapist, and Our Lives Revealed." Um, and yeah. it was fast. It was just fascinating. I've heard that recommended yeah. before. That's kind of the oh, is, yeah. oh, this reminds me of another of made-up counseling. word. <clears throat> yes, people talk about all the feels. <sighs> there we go. There and we by go. By people, I mean you, Aaron, mostly. Yeah, I do. T- I do feel feelings. I mean that that's a that's a grammatically correct sentence. There you go. But you don't have all the feels. I definitely do not have all the feels. I do. I feel like if, if a man says he has all <laughs> the feels, he probably should be dragged before <laughs> he, HR and he fired. Be. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and so Dave, to we're prison. gonna go up to then, we're yeah. gonna go up to the eighth floor later. <laughs> Which is our HR floor. Yeah. <laughs> well wait, they're not <laughs> in on Fridays. So yeah. oh it's fine. <laughs> no one is. It's fine. Just us. Yep. <laughs> All right. So I have no, I have no nothing else to say about Leave this. Leave us a five-star review, y'all. Yeah, that's right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. This is an Area Code podcast.